Hi there, everyone. Welcome to the Weekly Wrap. It is the 12th of March, 2018. We will talk about tariffs being implemented in Washington today. We'll talk about the latest labor market report that came out on Friday. And we'll also try and gauge the situation related to North Korea. Let's start with protectionism in Washington, with tariffs on steel and aluminium now having been implemented. First off, why are we seeing this now? Well, Trump's political situation has not been ideal recently, with a number of resignations and the Russia investigation also heating up, meaning he had the incentive to change the topic of debate. And at the same time, a bit of protectionism does play well with his base. Let's remember, working-class voters who helped him get over the line are no big fans of global trade. So tariffs are here, but what does it mean for the global economy? Well, threatening global trade is never a good thing, that's for sure, but this does still look very containable. Indeed, US imports of steel and aluminium only constitute a small share of global trade, around 0.5%. Furthermore, these tariffs have been implemented on national security grounds, meaning allies will be exempted. There have already been indications that Canada and Mexico will not be affected by this, but also likely the European Union. This also further reduces the overall impact on global trade. In other words, in terms of direct economic impacts, this should prove limited and absorbable for financial markets. But there is the question of whether this will stop here. Could we see a global trade war emerging, i.e. is major retaliation likely? Well, in our view, this risk is also relatively well contained. Let's bear in mind that the bulk of global trade is done in intermediate goods. It's not like 50 years ago where a product was almost entirely produced in one country and then shipped abroad. Nowadays, supply chains are very much interconnected which then also means tariffs could severely disrupt the production process locally, potentially hitting profits and jobs, all of which means the hurdle for retaliation is higher than it once was. We could see some form of targeted tariffs on certain niche industries. Motorcycles have been talked about, or whiskey, but again, these are unlikely to have larger economic ramifications. All in all, Markets should be able to look through these risks for the time being, especially given China is also unlikely to hit back, wanting to take the higher ground. Meanwhile, Friday's labour market report in the US was greeted well by the markets. The headline new job creation number for February was a strong 313,000, while the unemployment rate remained unchanged at 4.1% as more people entered the workforce, which is usually a sign of health in the labour market as well. But also encouraging for investors is that some fears around last month's spike in the average, average hourly earnings figure has been alleviated. The year-on-year -year figure has moved down from a cycle high of 2.9% to 2.6%, likely due to the jump in the average work week as more hours are worked, overall pay per hour tends to go down. In addition, there are also some signs that productivity is beginning to pick up, which also counteracts some of the negative impact from rising wages, i.e. from biting into profit margins and causing inflation. Overall, from a market's perspective, this was an encouraging report, 
We see a strong economy, but still no overheating, meaning the Federal Reserve can still move cautiously, continuing to support the economy and markets in the process. Finally, also helping global risk appetite is signs that the North Korean situation could potentially see a breakthrough. As Pyongyang comes to the negotiation table and President Trump agrees to meet Kim Jong-un. So are markets right in welcoming this rapprochement between the US and North Korea? Well, history over the last 25 years tells us to be very sceptical of Pyongyang's intentions. There are some reasons for optimism. For one, the fact that we are seeing a move towards diplomacy slash negotiations and not war itself, well, that is a clear positive and reduces the risk of any nuclear confrontation. In terms of the North Koreans taking this seriously, there's also a sense that they could be. Sanctions have taken a toll on their economy, while there are also signs that the relationship between Pyongyang and Beijing is becoming strained, meaning it may make sense to make overtures to the US. Finally, worth bearing in mind as well is that the government in Seoul, South Korea, is very keen on building relations with the North, as seen during the recent Winter Olympics meaning there is also a very committed broker here that could help smooth things along. In other words, there is a clear possibility that the geopolitical risk premium related to this North Korea risk will continue to decline, which again should prove supportive of global risk assets, but Asian assets in particular. But that's it from me. Have a fantastic week ahead. Please go to nordiaprivatebanking.com slash podcast dash disclaimer to read a legal disclaimer applicable to this podcast. Mm-hmm.